0: Jimbo, good to
1: hear from you, mate. How are you? Hey, Dan. How you doing?
0: Yeah, not great, actually. I wouldn't mind being on the trade table today.
1: Oh, that's what I'm calling about. I don't know how you are off the show this week and we've got Harrow on.
0: Oh, he had a stink last week, didn't he?
1: He was a shocker. I don't, he just bumbled around, acted like he knew what he was talking about, but really had no idea. Yeah,
2: I think this might, be, I reckon this might be his last
1: show, honestly. Yeah, I think I might have to let him down easy after the show. Don't tell him yet, though.
2: Yeah, I oh, no, definitely
0: won't.
1: Oh, oh hang on.
0: What
1: what's up? You know how Gil McLaughlin listens to our show?
0: Yeah, yeah, he just texted me before as well. What's up?
1: He just texted me, apparently we're live on the trade table. Oh,
2: f- what the hell? What 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 the hell was that? Jim, what what uh, was this that? Is, this is awkward. Get time to tell us, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, Welcome to the trade table, episode two of twenty eighteen. We're back for another week. Jim, what the hell just happened? Something that you need to tell me? Um can we talk about it after the podcast, Harrow? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be joking me. Uh yeah. oh, G'day to Damo and Hachi out there if you're listening. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're great friends of the show. Hey boys. <laughs> how you going? Uh oh, Jim, how are you? First appearance of the year. Yeah, I'm rapt right to be back, guys. Thanks, thanks for having me, Harry. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me as well. As long as it's okay
0: that I'm here. There is tension in the air in the studio. I don't know what you're talking about, Dylan. <laughs> I'm deny, deny, deny. Dil, Dil, first appearance of the year. How are you? It is. I was producer last week. I'm on air producer this week, Dil. pulling double duty. This show would fall apart without me. Uh, I reckon. I reckon we might be right. <laughs> can we just? <laughs> can we just? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make
2: sure from now on. There's no any. Pro- there's no private conversations on air. Uh, boys, did you see the granny?
0: Yes, I did actually. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> Gee, that's strange. Biggest game of the year, and yeah, no. How would it, a- it go? How was it? Pretty bloody good. Better than last year's. Better than you. Be- oh. Jordan De had to
2: engage Jeremy McGovern at the end. <laughs> Took that. And his- no, I'm serious. I'm not. Yeah, no, yeah. Jordan De had to in- had to engage Jeremy McGovern at the end. So were you're calling.
1: You reckon it's a bigger moment than uh, the the non-call at the end?
2: Yeah. Were they robbed? I don't. We're talking about Braden Maynard's uh, Willie Reilly's block on Braden Maynard.
0: Well, if you go to the trade table poll on Facebook, sixty percent say <laughs> no, he wasn't. And I, I sort of tend to agree. Like I think Reilly disguised it pretty well. But in, in that in those situations, you just do sort of see the ump's sort of swallow the whistle. They won't call those. Most
2: people, people. I've talked to have said they thought it was a free kick, and it, it was. It definitely was a block. But I reckon the ball was in line with like I, I think it was going to drop. If the ball had it dropped, it would have been right next to Willie Reilly. So, if you almost just disguise it as if you're looking at the ball, and he has, and the ball's in line with the drop zone, I can he almost disguised it well enough. What do you reckon, Jim?
1: Well, the thing is, uh, the, I, I kind of agree with that, but um, more to the point, people keep saying Collingwood has been robbed. They got dominated in that last quarter. That was They had plenty of time even after she'd kicked that goal. Um, they, they weren't robbed. They were got dominated and had plenty of opportunities to yeah. take the lead back. Jack
2: Darling dropped a mark. They could have gone coast oh. to coast. Well, exactly. They oh. were 29 points up in the first quarter, really. If, you,
0: if you're at that situation and you, and in, you lose, you haven't, you haven't been robbed because of a free I kick. I think we're ignoring, though, how clutch was that Dom Sheed goal? Ridiculous. Like we were seeing West Coast missing from left, right, and centre. Dom She goes back on that angle and slots it to win West Coast a grand final. Yeah, right? what a game. Awesome.
2: We were we were lucky. The footy odds gave us two dodgy prelims, but we finally got a good grand final. Boys, before we get into it, can we just address the elephant in the room? Last <laughs> You both were at the same time. Seriously, it is a huge elephant in the room. Last Monday night channel nine had some show what where did they get the name from amateurs Bunch of absolute amateurs where did they- they're trying to steal our thunder the trade table this? they had a show called the trade table so this is what happens when you start <laughs> making waves in
1: this, this is fear.
0: What- <laughs> it is it is cutthroat
1: business they're
0: just trying they're trying to take
1: our name they're, they're trying, trying to take. To feed, our- they're trying to they're like leeches little leeches <laughs> <laughs> not, not only that though i was on instagram the other day guess what i find what did you find Jim? The trade table, Instagram, into oh. another podcast, not this one, but it's another trade table. Also, I would like to raise their dubious <laughs> amount of Instagram followers. Look, I the, had ratio a look at- was,
0: the ratio was we ratio. weren't happy
1: with
2: that. Yeah. No, it
1: was. It was about one one following to about five thousand followers. <laughs> Ooh. Bit
2: suspicious. Very some suspicious. If purchases. You ask me. What? Some some handing over of some some sheets for some sort of. <laughs> Is that what you're suggesting? I'm not saying why, that. Why sheets suddenly now a thing? Did they? I mean, I'm not saying that they, they definitely buy followers. Did. I'm
1: just not ruling out that they might have paid for some followers along the way. Oh,
2: anyway, the, we'll let that one, that, that one through to the keeper. With their, uh, they probably have about six or seven listeners on their podcast. I'm sure it's a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the back page of the Herald Sun today. Dylan Sheil is all over it. Uh, they've got the story that Carlton um, have flown Dylan Shiel up to Noosa on a private jet Big To see Juddy and try and convince him, obviously he's looking at four Melbourne clubs I think it's down to three now, but yeah I think, oh yeah, sorry, I think Essendon pulled out of the race yeah. um, Gee, what do we think of, of that, Jim?
1: Well, they're really pulling out all the stops, aren't they? Yeah. Private jet, seeing Juddy. Juddy's
2: probably on holiday up there. <laughs>
0: Juddy's not the equivalent of a private jet. Like, yeah, he is. i would taken a private jet over Juddy any day what, of the week. What
2: would it have been? Would, would they have just said to Juddy, Hey, Juddy, can you go up there a day early? We're going to come up there. We're going to walk in the door. Can you <laughs> sit in your seat and just spin around and say, Hello, Dylan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like Dr. Evil with the cat.
2: <laughs> what, would it take for you, what would it take for Carlton to woo you to get, get up there?
0: What if Carlton asked me? They came to me, they were, Dylan, we need you, mate. We want you to be playing AFR footy with us. What am I going to say? No.
1: Well, if I'm as good as Dylan Shiel, I'd uh, take a bit more consideration than that. But That's, not, Jutty, get, that's Jutty, not
2: getting me over the line.
1: Juddy's bald head, it get me pretty mesmerized, <laughs> if I can talk. And uh, yeah, I'd be pretty tempted by the Blues. What would it take for
2: me to woo you over to the trade table, the real trade table? I <laughs> uh, mean, the, the Instagram. The, the
1: imposters. Oh, the imposters. Nah, no, no amount of money can make me go to those traitors.
2: We hear that Nick Rivot has also um, sort of played a pitch to Dylan Shearley, spoken to him as well, um, in a similar sort of thing to the Chris Judd. Yeah, um, just trying to appeal to him. I mean, I'm not sure what Nick Revolt really has to do with St Kilda anymore. No, um, but I know they've well, been he,
1: trying to get him in for a long time. Yeah,
2: he's a legend of the club, so yeah, yeah, but it does he's, help. He's he's a member of that meeting now. I mean, yeah. So
0: Juddie, Juddie's um, the
2: director at Carlton.
0: Yeah, but a, I mean, he's on the board.
2: Revolt's still a, like the champion of he's St a club Kilda legend. Yeah, yeah. Um, but who do you think? Anyway, seriously, if Essendon are out of the race, um, and St Kilda have offered eight million over six years. Carlton and Hawthorne might be the other two. Um,
0: where do we see him going? Somehow this always comes up is that Hawthorne should just not be in this race. But the one of the things that's big is Alistair Clarkson and how good of a coach he is. They should not have even got close to the top four this year, and they did. And I think that's a really big selling point for Hawthorne is come and play under the greatest coach of ever, possibly.
2: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a big card they have to play. Um, Jim, what do you reckon? Well, also that I don't think St Kilda or Carlton
1: are anywhere near playing like good finals footy. Hawthorne aren't that he's, far he's, off. Yeah, he's and and he's just paid, played sorry uh how many 8 seven, years or 7 so. 8 years at a at a struggling club. Like a couple of years of good footy now. But um I think he'd want to get some success now rather than just go for the money. I mean, he's already he's already been through
2: the, the 5
1: years of, exactly. of
2: losing every by 100 points every second week.
1: I don't, and and he can make the most difference immediately. I think
2: I mean, yeah, Hawthorne are crying out for, to make, to, as you said, to, to make the top four with a midfield of of two of two A graders really, and and Omira. That's what I'm saying, Omira and Mitchell. Oh, we, sorry, do you know, yeah, yeah, the two, yeah. and they are they were the thinnest midfield in the top eight. Yeah, definitely yeah. the thinnest midfield in the top mm-hmm. eight. Um, so they did well to get there. I mean, they yeah, that's that's perfect for Hawthorne. They would be crying out for a Dylan Shiel. Um Dill. What are you most looking forward to this trade period? What trade entices you the most?
0: Well, I was hoping to uh, have a listen in to last week, um, just sitting there going, this is going to be great. You were, hoping to, you were the producer. Yeah, but I was, just hoping, I was hoping to sort of just hear about all the trades. Heard about uh, Gaff, heard about um, Shield. All heard, the big names. Heard about Gorder. Wingard. Didn't hear about Jesse Hogan voice. <laughs> Look, we might <laughs> have been going
2: we might have just accidentally let that go through the keeper.
0: Um, that Hogan, the, the Hogan trade really does interest me because it, for so long now we've heard the Ds go, he's not going anywhere, he's staying at Melbourne, you know, we he's not going home, he's happy here. But this article that John Ralph wrote um, a, about a month or so back doesn't see the light of day if he signs on and if he's happy in Melbourne. And that's gained traction enough to now the Ds are actually having to say, yeah, well, I mean, we he's considering going home. Um, and, I mean, it opens up the door for a massive
2: It could trade. It could be the first domino of a few to fives. Well, it could be part of a row of dominoes to fall. If, if Neil, uh, Neil has agreed to terms with Brisbane, um, as we've seen, I think he's agreed to a five-year deal. Um, to get that done, you'd think Brisbane would have to um, part ways with pick four, which will become pick five after the Tom Lynch um, compensation. That, do we think, Freo, take that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think I think they would. Yeah. 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 They. I mean, they. They. They're crying out. I mean, it doesn't. It certainly doesn't help them for next year. Fife is is pretty much a lone hand, and then you know there's Chera and Brayshaw coming through and Banfield, Um, but it does set them back a little bit. But I think with five and six, it's a pretty good position in the draft. And I think Lockie Neil wants to go, and it, it would sort of. I think they'd have to sort of swallow. I mean, swallow that bullet. Um, but if certainly if that does happen, then the dominoes that could fall pick five with Jesse Hogan, with what you were talking about, Dill, pick five could get Jesse Hogan done. I'm not sure if that's enough or if it does, but it's, it could, certainly could be involved.
0: It's just, it's just interesting because I think if you're a D supporter, you, you sort of would be torn on it because Hogan has, you know, he's the pillar of that forward line for a long time until Tommy McDonald came in about late last year. um. But it's undeniable that Melbourne played better when Hogan was out of that team in that last. They did for a few weeks. They did for a few weeks. Yeah, but I mean, we had, like, Billy smashed Sam Wiedemann last week. But there's enough of the point there that you're looking at um, Sam has put together some really, really good games, but Hogan's had a few good seasons. So I think you're really hoping that Wiedemann and McDonald work really well for the future. I think they can. I think, um, you know, Sam has, you know, a huge amount of potential. He's, you know, a really solid footballer but he does need to put together those seasons which i think he can but i'm saying i think yeah. i don't know he will i don't think anyone can tell you that yeah Eddie jesse will.
2: hogan still had i think 47 goals after yeah. 16 or 17 games i think i think what makes it more
1: enticing for the d's and what why they might may give up him for less is if they can get uh stephen may in
2: yeah mm. so that's the that's the next domino that could fall so if if if, if brisbane's pick five which goes to Fremantle. So that happens, um, and that certainly could be involved in, in, Jesse, in Jesse Hogan going home and then uh, Melbourne could then on-trade that to Gold Coast to get Stephen May down. Um, so, effectively, Melbourne would be losing Jesse Hogan for Stephen May.
0: It'd be a big merry-go-round if that goes through. It would be a big it's interesting because we talked about this um, on Saturday and we nearly came to blows about it because I was like, they do not swap Jesse Hogan straight for Stephen May. I don't think that they need to get pick, first-round picks out of that. No, not, a, not, a, not, a, not a first. Jesse Hogan... I think they. I, I don't think. I don't think they'll get rid of Hogan until unless they get overs for him. I don't think they're going to settle.
2: Well, for maybe him. yeah. He's. 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 he's con, he, I mean, he's contracted for next year. But then, if Freo, if because I think the cards are in Freo's hands because Jesse Hogan wants to go home. Freo know that Melbourne want Stephen May and they know that this pick five probably need. They probably need it to get it done. So if if um, Melbourne play hardball, then w- would Freo not just go? Well, all right. We've got pick five. We've got pick six. We'll use them both and we'll get him next year when he's a free agent.
0: Yeah, no. yeah, but we said this with Gold Coast last year with um, Lockie Weller. We we're like, oh, they'll just wait, and they didn't. Like they gave up pick two for him.
2: I think Gold Coast were in a bit more of a a dire situation yeah. though. Yeah, there's not many players that sort of request to go yeah. to Gold Coast. I mean, that was we were pretty shocked that pick two got it done. But yeah, um, so look, it could be a huge merry-go-round, Jim. What are you most looking forward to? this um, trade period
1: well uh, maybe not as uh, blockbuster as, as Dill's one but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the um, Tim Kelly trade or non-trade I don't know what's going to happen there um, so it's been pretty public He struggled being in Geelong um, all season um, he's contracted for next year I think anyone struggles to be in Geelong all season <laughs> wow yeah so he, re- he really wants to go home to Perth apparently um, and then is whether Geelong want to give him up How, what will they give him up for
2: um, sausage Tim Gossage says he's 100% gone.
0: What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> sausage
2: Tim Gossage. Sausage Gossage says he's 100% gone. Oh, oh my god. Well then, so
1: is it West Coast? We think it's West Coast. Yeah. We, like, have him. Yeah.
0: What do West Coast have to give up for Tim Kelly? What a pickup, by the way. If they do get him, the reigning premiers um, get Tim Kelly.
1: Well, they lose Gaff, but yeah, it's true. Yeah, they lose yeah, Gaff. Got,
2: yeah. To um, have, a, I think he's he was picked 23, but he's worth a lot more than that now. See, some, some people are saying around the 14, 15 mark. I reckon more. Yeah. I reckon he's worth more. more. I'm he, he's more. A, well, how many first-year players can you,
1: can you think of that have had such an immediate impact?
2: 11 or 12 votes in the Brownlow, taking votes off
0: Dangerfield, so would Yeah. That's the thing. He's, he's playing in that midfield. In a you game know, midfield. In, they're talking about, you know, the Holy Trinity and he's, you know... It's a quartet, really. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. he's starring.
1: So, it'd be interesting. Geelong have, in the last few seasons, have had history of letting players go... For not a lot, think people like Josh Caddy, and paying overs for other players, think Tui and Henderson. So it'd be interesting to see how flexible they are with Tim Kelly, considering he's got pretty high currency, I would have thought.
2: Yeah. right. Now, well, you two have taken two of the big cards out. So I'll Cade Cole-Jasney has requested a trade to Melbourne. That's maybe not as big of a name as Jesse Hogan or Tim Kelly, but it's, it is interesting. Um, he's someone who... Uh, him and his twin both got drafted, and they sort of opposite stories. Really, Cade College as he came in straight away, played a role, and and cemented his spot for the for the first at least three or four years. I um, mean, his brother struggled and sort of has come in a bit later, um, but he hasn't quite fit into the Gold Coast back six as what he did previously of late. He's had um, some injury troubles. Yeah, along the Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but does he fit into Melbourne's back six? Um, and if he does with the likes of Hibbert and Jeter, um, Lever's going to come back. May could be down there, and if he does, what does that mean for for Jaden Hunt? Even even what does it mean for Jordan Lewis? Jaden Hunt's already out of the side, already struggling for a game. If I was Jaden Hunt and Cade Cole Jazzy was coming down, I'd feel even more insecure. And Jordan yeah. Lewis will definitely play. Yeah.
0: But he, he, he's starting to look a little. Could, he might start to look a little slow. I'd be, yeah, seriously worried if I was Jaden Hunt. I mean, he, as you've said, he was already struggling to break into that lineup this year. When he came in, he didn't have a huge impact. Now you've got someone who's basically a like for like player to Jaden Hunt in terms of speed and agility off the back line. It's kind of, you know, I'd, I would be worried if I was Jaden Hunt and I'd be going. I've already struggled to get into this team. Now, they're basically bringing in a guy who's exactly like me.
2: Not quite as quick. Not quite as quick, but similar players, small defenders um, and... Cole Jazzy's a very nice kick, but yeah, look, it's do
1: it's we, an interesting one, yeah. Do we think he's fit straight into the 22, though? I don't know. Cade Cole yeah, I don't know if he's an automatic lock to fit in the first 22.
0: I would have said yes a, if in in the team Melbourne had this year, back half, but you're bringing back Jake Lever. as you said, could be bringing in Stephen May. That's a solid back line.
2: Yeah, yeah. That, that, they might be more coming in for um, Oscar McDonald and ja- um, Sam Frost. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if he didn't fit in... Sorry, yeah, J- Jaden Hunt wasn't fitting anyway, but... I'm not sure what happens there. Um, Look, Melbourne could have their hands full. We've already spoken about uh, Jesse Hogan, um, Stephen May, uh, Cade Collegesney. They could have their hands full. There's Dom Tyson, Dean Kent we spoke about last week, Aaron Vandenberg. They're going to have a lot to do this trade period, Josh Marnie and co.
1: They are in it up to their eyeballs this year, Melbourne. So they've got plenty of depth players leaving, but they're looking like they're trying to top up on even more top-end talent, people like Stephen May. Um, but yeah Dean Kent wanting to go to St Kilda Vandenberg wanting to move up back up
2: to Sydney that's a, I think that's a bigger loss than, than what maybe uh, the public may think that's that's, Aaron
0: Vandenberg is a big loss he's a, hard as a cat's head that's yeah. a huge loss because he hasn't been in the team as much because of injury he struggled he's struggled fi- with his body yeah. finally gotten back in the team and he was a bull in there yeah he was and good in
2: th-
1: he had a decent final series as well yeah, yeah
0: and it's the thing is they don't want to lose Uh, Vandenberg they've said we don't want him to go but he's obviously had um, personal issues with his father passing away and he wants to move there is talk that he wants to move back to Sydney uh, to be with his mum so
2: quickly touch on Dom Tyson there he might fit into Essendon or um, there's been a few rumours around he's obviously being squeezed out because doesn't quite fit into their um, inside midfield brigade with Jones and Oliver um, and co clearly in front of him so been pushed a little bit out to the to a wing where he's not that quick and doesn't use it that well. I, I really rate him as a player. I don't want to um, speak poorly about him, but sort of being squeezed to the outside. Um, so that's maybe why Melbourne are happy to part ways with him.
1: Yeah. Well, I think if people, especially teams like Gold Coast, are taking people like Anthony Miles, George Hall, and Smith, there's there's going to be someone. There's some club with a list that that can um, give us yeah, well, probably I, a
2: decent starting role. I reckon Tyson. If, certainly if Essendon are out of the race for Dylan Shaw, I think they need inside midfielders Essendon. Yeah. And if he's played in his position as an inside midfielder, not as a, as a winger, then I think he fits in all right. North Melbourne will have their hands full as well. Um, they have Gaff to think about. Jared Pollock we spoke about last week. Aaron Hall, Nick Newman could be coming for Ryan Clark. Um, there's a lot going on there as well. We hear Gaff may have told his teammates already that he will be coming to North Melbourne it's what we may have expected expecting to announce it on Friday I'm hearing yeah if,
0: yeah so if they lost the flag is, does that decision change at all from Gaff's point of view
2: I I sort of don't really think so because uh, yeah I'm I've, not really it's hard to go into his mind
0: yeah, yeah it's it's tough to
1: speculate but if his if his dad's like the big reason or his family's the big reason yeah. that doesn't change depending no. on the grand final result. yeah, I think he did probably... Uh, I think I, or someone said um, he had a bit of a level of guilt about like uh, leaving West Coast that way. But, um, yeah, I don't know if that's the deciding factor winning
2: yeah. the final. Does Gaff, Pollock and Hall... I think Pollock and Hall are pretty much across the line. Well, Pollock certainly and Hall is across the line. I think Gaff is the last piece to fall into place. Are those three as big a names as what we... Uh, is that going to catapult them into a top four contention I don't reckon Hall's as big of a
1: get nearly as much as the other two but I, I really rate the other two Gaff is a genuine
0: A grade midfielder I think um, Yeah. I think they could push top four I don't think they'll make it I think they could be around that they could sort of push yeah. into that they'll definitely be top eight like in contention this year I mean what would they finish this year um, Ninth. Ninth. Exactly. So I mean I think those inclusions will be massive.
2: Hall's an interesting one. Nine Brownlow votes after three rounds a couple of years ago. Um when he's in the side at Gold Coast, regularly over the twenty five mark. It's
1: just his, his um running the other ways. Yeah. this is, this is knock.
2: Yeah, if he fit, if he moves a fresh start, does he fit in and, and find maybe under Brad Scott find just a niche and um fit in much better and does he make much difference to, to North Melbourne? Does he can he fit in a lot more than what he was at Gold Coast?
1: I think he I think he could have a, a decent season. I mean, he as I said, I don't think he's quite as big as and plays a semi similar role in terms of that um good using uh, quick midfielder like a gaff and a Pollock and just doesn't have the polish um as the other two or probably the defensive accountability. Yeah. Um but I, that doesn't mean he can't have a, a decent impact at North.
2: Yeah, well the other uh, team who will have their hands absolutely full. Melbourne, North Melbourne. And Freo, obviously we've touched on um, Jesse Hogan and Lockie Neal. Rory Lobb, we hear, wants to come to WA. It wouldn't make much sense to go to, to West Coast. So um, Freo could be another um, candidate there. Rhys Conker, we he's think he's on a four-year deal to... Um, And Tom Tom Langdon in the last couple of days has sort of come out and said, oh, well, no, sorry, hasn't come out and said there's been sort of rumours floating around that not happy with the Collingwood deal.
1: Yeah, so the rumours have kind of been uh, getting stronger and stronger the last few days. I've heard that uh, Collingwood's initial offer he wasn't wrapped with and um, that's initially given him some motivation to
2: to check out Frio and his brother that plays there, obviously. Um, So I think that's one to watch for sure. Yeah, and Reese Conker doesn't quite fit. Hasn't quite fit in, really, has he? With a four-year deal offer, Um, if he goes home, does he fit in much better at at Freo?
1: Well, I think the the loss of Neil really increases the need for him,
0: and I think that would have probably even upped Freo's offer for him. Plus, like the the Tigers, I mean, you think, um, unless other than a you know capitulation against the Pies, you know, everyone was going, they're going to win the flag. Reese Conker, I think. He's in and out of that team a bit. I think you got Freo. He's one of the main sort of players in the game.
2: I, th- oh, I think he can slot into the the midfield. Yeah, righto. So, those three teams will have their hands full. That's what we're looking forward to. What has happened since we've last been on? We've touched on a bit of it already. Um, but Tom Lynch, no big surprise, has announced that
0: he definitely wants to go to the Tigers. Yeah, not a surprise at all. And a huge win for the Tigers. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Like it, Tom Lynch in that forward line with Jack Rewalt, who's a reigning Coleman medalist, Dan Batten is just going absolutely mental. He 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 uh, sent out a tweet today. What? Yeah, who's uh, the, the best defenders go to? Um, who's your main defender go to in that lineup? It has to be Lynch. Thing. Has yeah. to be Lynch. But then
2: you let Rewalt run Lynch, around. Lynch plays deeper, yeah. but it's the
1: lesser of two evils. He's a reigning Coleman and, medalist. Yeah, but uh, but Lynch plays for Gold Coast. <laughs> They're cool. Like, Lynch is a genuine, <laughs> genuine gun, and I think it is best is probably a better centre-half forward. Jack can play a, a different role, too, yeah. to Lynch.
2: A better centre-half If we're getting specifically technical, I reckon... Lynch plays a bit deeper, and Jack plays. Like, remember that game against Sydney when he took about fifteen or sixteen marks. I yeah. think that's jack's almost a
1: genuine gun.
0: Yeah, yeah. one of the best in first. It last changes their look slightly. With I mean, we've always heard about Richmond's small forward um, lineup when they just go sort of Jack's their main big forward. Now you have got you know Lynch and Rewald. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how they play because it worked for them ho- the whole year, barring Septim- one game. Yeah, well, it's and it's interesting how quickly the cycle changes.
1: Changes, sorry. A year ago, everyone wanted a small forward line, weren't too fussed about having big tools. Who wins a premiership this year? West Coast with an abundance of tools. Yeah. Mm. And now Richmond are even kind of going back to West Coast and of following that suit and um and bringing in some more tools.
2: Yeah, I think I mean I think if if Tom Lynch nominates your club, you're gonna take him anyway.
1: Yeah, but they were they were really hot on him and have cleared yeah. out some depth to
2: get him. So clearly yeah. they've they've seen a need for it. Yeah. So Chad Wingard sort of threw the line out through the fishing line did he did he get as he come back with his tail between his legs did
0: he get no bites
1: well it sounded like he was asking for a lot of money and I'm the
0: not sure he, mark yeah. really wow he, no not for Chad not like his performance doesn't warrant that much
1: well you take it the last two years and yeah but the last two years have happened and he's been below, below his best
2: he's the best and fairest winner that's been all Australian twice and hasn't reached those heights in the last two years he's a
1: genuine gun though like I mean, I'm surprised, I mean he must have wanted overs to leave, like, and if no yeah. club was willing to offer him some real big money um he he was going to stay at port, but I mean surprised someone didn't really go after him
2: I really right there was no real
0: interest massively from other clubs, like, you hear rumors of their like they're sort of looking, but there weren't any like major know I think, you know, the, I think the dogs and Hawks were
2: the two yeah
0: contenders yeah, yeah. um but, but
1: and I heard Clarko was really a really big fan of him.
2: But um, the, I mean, it must have cooled him. Might have thrown the line out and didn't have any bites. Uh, Darcy Moore, with- <laughs> well, he didn't. Uh, Darcy Moore, Tim Watson said this morning that take it to the bank. He is staying. He will not go to Sydney. Where's Tim Watson get his contacts from? He has, Watson. He has a bit like myself. He has spies in, in different He's got places. He's drones going. everywhere. You and these
0: spies. You got about, how many? How many? How many <laughs> spies? At, how many clubs do you have? I have lots of spies. Some, some more
2: than others. Any, uh, no, give us a, how many. I'm not telling many? you about my spies, still. Darcy Moore's staying in Collingwood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah. Well, I, the thing I find most interesting about this is Collingwood have been looking for key defenders, a la um, Marcus Adams, Stephen May. Does this change? And or does this change for Sydney if they're not getting Darcy Moore? Um, are they still looking for a Brody? Uh, sorry, a Heath Grundy replacement. Um, are they still? in the market for someone, they're not handing out money, they're losing some some players on big money, a la um, Tippett Hanabree, Rowan, I'm not sure who's on, as much, but they're clearing some room and uh, what does this mean for Sydney? I'm really curious. Yeah, I didn't that's sort of a bit of a
2: question without notice
0: Thanks, on Jim. the Sydney
2: Look, certainly well, Heath Grundy's probably only got a year left Aliyah is coming in and, um, and starred in the last year, so they've got it set for now, but look for for the next couple of years I'm not too sure
1: it's a watcher space for Sydney I from,
2: reckon they're, they, they're up to something sneaky yeah they might be up to something sneaky I think Hanbury might have sort of alluded to that at the trade radio um, opening um, a couple of weeks ago he said that Sydney might be up to something but from Collingwood's um, perspective I think Lyndon Dunn is their number one key defender when he's when he's fit but he's not fit for a while he's not fit until halfway through yeah, the year yeah, yeah. yeah correct um, so I think Tyson Goldsack and and Darcy Moore plays your tolls and then um howe and um Jeremy Howe and Tom Langdon are more like your interceptors where Jeremy Howe was he, I think you played on jack darling in the granny. was forced to play as a tall. and that's not really not his role nah so but they need him to be fit though they need yeah. him to actually get through a block of a, a season yeah yeah a legit. game first and then a season do we tr- do we trust
1: more as... Ma- more bankable as a as a like if they're going for a Premiership as a Premiership fullback or
0: the, centre back then
1: Well, than any of these other people they're going after, like Adams or May, like his
2: body
0: isn't. Yeah, that's the problem—is his body. I mean, they they were talking earlier this year; they don't really know what's wrong with him because he keeps getting injured. They're not sure. They think he's fine, and yeah, you know, pops a hamstring and then he's out for another, you know, however many weeks. Yeah,
2: I really rate Marcus Adams as well. Um, I think he's at this stage maybe more likely. um, Reports from
0: the Australian to get to. Brisbane, Tell which you. Is an interesting. The Lions are looking decent for 2019. Don't know if they'll make finals, but they will be good. Yeah. like they will have a lot of. They play. will be good. Yeah. <laughs> who yeah. to get first? The big stuff. Only the first. big stuff. Um, no, well, you, they're basically you're thinking they're going to get Lockie Neal. I mean, that looks like a done deal. Yeah. Um, Marcus Adams is a very good player. I mean, he will fit well into that uh, lineup, and you know, you fit, already have who they've got now in terms of their. They got Beams. They got Zorko. Steph Martin is such an underrated ruckman. He's so good. Um, it's they and Chris Fagan I really rate him very highly as a coach um, yeah. I think you know the Lions will you know it, they're looking like a good team to support uh, in the next coming years
1: yeah I reckon I might jump on the Lions bandwagon next year just, uh,
2: they might finally have some midfield depth they've got their small defenders sorted um, and Harris yeah. Andrews is, is a really really good key defender um, all, they, pieces of the puzzle are coming together
1: and if they get Adams that's another another bit
2: yeah yeah um, yeah There's been a couple little bits while we've been uh, on air, come through. First one was Shane Mumford. There's been a report... What are you laughing? I'm being serious. There's been a report that Shane Mumford could come back to fill a ruck gap at the Giants if they lose... Really, um, Rory? Lop, being serious. I thought you were yeah. taking the piss. No, 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 no I am being serious. I he's making, the, I'm not Mum's saying making a comeback. I am not saying he's going to make a comeback, but I am <laughs> saying no. there has been a report.
0: The big mummy's making a comeback. Yikes! Yeah.
2: Jeez, I get around that. Oh, that's... Gee. Her- so yeah, that report coming from the Herald Sun. Um, surely not. Surely
0: that won't happen. Get him, get him in. Just start smacking people. It'd Be <laughs> awesome. I mean,
1: who knows what a year off could have done for his body, though? His body mm. was so banged up. If he managed to keep reasonably fit, I mean. What have the Giants got to lose, really? They haven't got a whole lot of options in the ruck
2: stocks. Dawson Simpson played really well. Yeah, but I don't think that... They're clearly not year. banking on him. Yeah. A little bit of news coming out as we've been uh, on air is Gary Rowan um, has been sort of caught... Not caught, I don't want to say caught, but he's commented on, on Instagram saying there's a little bit more to his request to Geelong than what meets the eye. Hashtag not wanted.
0: Yeah. a bit of Instagram beef.
1: I think it's what I think it's kind of um, what we've heard. I mean, Sydney, uh, as I said before, are clearing some space. And um, do they really need Rowan? I mean, he's been streaky. His body is often not right. He's so often injured, and they've already got a very injury-prone uh, forward in um, Sam Reed. Do they, How many do they need? Um, and if he's not like, if, I don't think I don't think he's essential. He's a bit like Dan Menzel for mine, um, that third tall who. Can play really well when they're on, but if they're not, he'll he's not going to get a whole lot of touches, and he's, he's just a bit streaky. So, it doesn't really surprise me that Sydney are w- willing to
2: let him go. Yeah, but you, yeah. you never like to see um, I'll, I'll a like bit it. of... What's that? I love this
0: sort of stuff. It's just Instagram oh, stuff. Do. I yeah, like the do. whole stuff with Dell and Adele House and Bob Murphy. That was great. Mm. Sex like picture of a shoe. i <laughs> so unmotivated. <laughs> I love it. It's just, I don't know, it's interesting insight into yeah, the players. Yeah, but you
2: just, I mean, we just sort of talked about Sydney a couple of minutes ago, how they might be up to something. Not quite sure what's going on um, over there. Levi, Casbolt, Carlton have have made it pretty public that if we can find suitors for you, then you're on the table. Um uh, the Hawks may have had a little dabble. Um, could he fit in there?
1: Be very interesting. I mean, it's it's interesting to see how that affects Roughhead and what Roughhead's position, uh, how that will change his um, positioning, whether he's still going on. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, if he's on, he can provide a contest. I'm not sure if he's a, a finals contender or a premiership contender type full forward. If it's not,
2: it's not the
0: biggest comp, I'd almost have
2: to. If there was one, if there was a couple players, or two or three players in the AFL that I had to put my house on their marking yet, he'd almost be he'd be up there. Yeah, but Paddy McCartan, Levi Caswell. There is not there are not many better hands in the comp. Yeah, kick, clearly, but... they've got some knocks on them. I mean, yeah. if they're no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying the upside to him. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carlton's he doesn't. Yeah, he's he's, he's they've passed him on Carlton's forward line um, with Mitch McGovern coming in. Harry. Um, Harry McKay and Charlie Kern, I actually really, really like that trio. They're all really, really dynamic and all really move. Um, and they've certainly passed him. Um, look, just before we get out of here, Richmond are losing some de- I mean, you sort of expect it to happen. Richmond are losing a little bit of depth with such a well-oiled machine that they've been being so hard to get into that side. Sam Lloyd looks like... Well, Sam Lloyd, his manager, said that he will get to the Dogs. Um, Tyson Stengles asked for a trade to Adelaide. Jacob Townshead might get to St. Kilda. Anthony Miles, um, probably up to the Gold Coast. Gold Coast and Shire yeah. Bolton has re-signed, so that's good news. But it's sort of what you might expect
0: from such a... Um so, like a side like Richmond that they might lose some of their depth. You see with such good teams that just, there's no opportunities there. Um because the Tigers, you know, they manage the list so well, there's not that many injuries. It's yeah, they like they've
1: had no injuries the yeah, last couple of years. It's just like
0: you gotta I mean you're gonna get fringe players and depth, you know, players that are playing the twos going, I wanna play AFL footy, yeah. I'll go somewhere. And else. And also
1: they've got to squeeze some salary cap room out for Lynch. Yeah, so well, this is this is the result of that.
2: Yeah. It's a bit it's, Sam Lloyd is one of the most unlucky players in the uh, AFL. Yeah. He's, he's going to get a good gig. Yeah, it and, I mean, you could, could say for a few of them Jacob Townsend's a premiership player, Anthony Miles. Yeah. You no, could say for a few. We haven't seen much of Tyson Stengel. No. Nah. Um, well. But they're all pretty stiff.
1: Yeah, no. It's, it's a, like Dylan said, it's the, it's the depth players that are looking for other opportunities. And they're probably all on that little bit more money than a rookie contract or a, um, a first year players contract. So they're, oh, they're kind of. They're,
2: they're more than rookies.
1: Well, exactly. So they're clearing those guys out so they can afford someone like Lynch and don't have to lose a big fish. Um, on their list already.
2: Yeah, uh, I think, but I think that I think if they had the choice, Sam Lloyd would be staying. Yeah, that's not what I'm Miles saying. would though. be staying.
1: That's what I was. I was saying Richmond have to get rid of them to get Lynch in.
0: Yeah. So They've I got think, a clear space and, Yeah. If you're provided with Tom Lynch, you can do whatever, as you said, do whatever you can to get oh, him.
1: 100% worth it if you're getting Tom yeah. Lynch. It's just yeah. interesting the cost they have to pay for it.
0: Right. Well, I'm sick of you too. So we need to get Thanks, out mate.
2: of here. <laughs> we need to get, give us a like on Facebook. We've just ticked over three 3,000 um, likes on Facebook. The get trade takes t- t- massive it? news. A year, like a year
0: ago, we started this. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> up till. Mate, seven as idiots. If we're, seven idiots started this. <laughs> Six and and now
1: we've got two imposters coming after <laughs> us. We are better than
2: them. look. There's no don't search. The, don't try. Don't watch Monday night at nine o'clock. <laughs> don't, search the nine o'clock. <laughs> don't search the trade table on Instagram. <laughs> don't search the trade table on Instagram. Trade table on Facebook. We'll catch you next. Oh, we'll catch you on Monday for the start of the trade period. Please, Please. Very the free exciting. agency free agency on Can this Friday, and then the trade period starts next Monday. We'll catch you then.